Today on Thriller Podcast, we're talking $10 trillion market for crypto. We will also be discussing the coin market cap and what went on today. Big green, baby, big green. And finally, in our main topic, we're discussing Binance versus Bitrix, which is the best exchange for crypto for the podcast starting now. Welcome to Thriller with Carl Gonzalez, broadcasting from Austin, Texas, via SoundCloud and supported by listeners like you. It's time for the news. 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 Thriller with Car Gonzalez. So first up in our news item, we're talking crypto and the blockchain. It could unlock a $10 trillion market. So according to a research analyst at the Royal Bank of Canada, he sees cryptocurrency and blockchain technology and decentralization as a potential $10 trillion ecosystem. In a new report that he released here on Wednesday, Mitch Steves says, while the cryptocurrency space has many risks and the opportunity appears vast with constant technology updates, he wrote, we see that the protocol layer will capture more value than the applications. As the application becomes more successful, the protocol layer captures more value, which then creates more interest in additional decentralized application development. And he goes on to explain why mining will be important and why it will also you know, surpass the $4.2 billion market that it's currently in right now. Um, and then he goes on to say, as scaling and protocols mature, the value of decentralized world computer could potentially become a multi-trillion dollar industry. If there's one positive technology item we can agree on, it's that blockchain has never been hacked. What happens if we build on top of this secure layer? So he's saying the same things that everybody in crypto knows that we've all been talking about how, you know, it's the money's really in these decentralized systems, not you know, not in these centralized systems like uh, Ripple, for example. And I'm not picking on them. I'm just saying like that's a centralized system. So as time goes on, guys, as as we start seeing more stuff get developed on top of Ethereum, on top of Cardano, hopefully here pretty soon this year, later this year, we'll, we'll start seeing those those protocols being used for, you know, bigger and bigger applications, you know. So eventually what it could lead to, where everybody's been talking about is it's a decentralized internet. So we'll see. But yeah, this is not surprising, but it's just reaffirming everything that everybody already knows in crypto. But it's finally cool to see somebody in the banking sector, even if it's Canada, legitimize it a little bit. So in our next piece of news, we also have ECB official calls for tax on Bitcoin transactions. So check this out. This is pretty hilarious when I read it. Edward Notney, head of the Austrian... National Bank, Austria's central bank, basically, um, has said it can't be allowed that we've just decided to stop printing 500 euro notes to fight money laundering, that we've slapped strict rules on every tiny savings club and then have to watch people blithantly launder money around the globe with Bitcoin. <laughs> so he gets, he goes on and says that it needs, he says, there is a risk of large capital losses, which investors should be aware of. And there should be taxes on all these transactions. This guy just needs to shut up. There's some people like this is funny. Like these people don't even understand how cryptocurrency works. 
Um, it, it's just hilarious to see these guys try. They're better off just not saying anything. Like, don't open your mouth if you don't know how something works. You just come off like a like an idiot. And um, he obviously needs to be taken aside and, uh, and talk to you. And, and somebody needs to explain to him how cryptocurrency really works and why what he's advocating won't work. <laughs> so I thought it was hilarious. This is, that's a funny read. Um, it's straight from CoinDesk, but um, it's just still amazing to me. All these central banks are trying to say, you know, these cryptocurrencies are are, are should be aware, should be investors should be aware of how potentially loss, uh, how much money they'll lose, and it's absolute bollocks. It's bollocks, man. I think I've invested a total of like maybe a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars, and I'm well over that amount. I'm talking about well over that amount. So. No, it's all it's all green for me, buddy. It's all green for everybody. So <laughs> he needs to he needs to check himself or something. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into our interesting video of the day. Cars. Interesting video of the day. So this is a pretty cool video. It's actually if you guys don't know what Shapeshift is, it's uh, one of the best apps online. Uh, go to Shapeshift.io. And when I first started, I used to use this a lot because uh, all I had was Bitcoin and I didn't know how to get any other coins. So I would just use Shapeshift.io and go there and exchange you know, Bitcoin for any other coin that I wanted. Um, nowadays, you don't have to do that. And uh, so he's actually, his name's Eric Voorhees. Um, he came up with the entire platform and he does a Q&A for Coindesk. So check it out. Uh, yeah, cryptocurrency is becoming mainstream, but um, that's a long gradient. So maybe one or 2% of the people in the US have ever used it at all, which is compared to a few years ago, like a, a ton of people, but um, you're not gonna walk into a store normally and be able to pay with it yet. So there's a long way to go, but it's, it's making really good progress. Definitely everyone has heard about it by now. So I'm not an engineer, and so when I want to build something, it has to make sense to me, and I'm not smart enough to understand it on an engineering level, and uh, sometimes that is a benefit. So everything that I've ever built has been fairly simple um, in concept. So he goes on to talk about not only that, uh, Bitcoin as well, and some other um, ideas of where he sees cryptocurrency uh, transpiring this year. He also mentions he thinks that we're in two bubbles, which was pretty interesting. So I highly recommend you guys check that out. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, let's go ahead and get into Coin Talk. It is time for Coin Talk. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it was a great day. Today was a great day for the market. Uh, let me tell you, um, we saw a lot of winners today. Not that many losers, maybe like one, one or two. But uh, before we jump into Coin Talk, I do want to mention our Patreon. If you guys don't know, we currently have five patrons. Let me double check that. Yep, we sure do. We have five patrons. And so, if you guys want to, you know, help this podcast grow, you know help me invest in more coins <laughs> or actually you know even besides that no honestly what i really want to do with the money is i want to build out a thriller podcast studio because once we get 500 patrons i'll be able to afford a, a bigger podcasting studio and we'll be able to provide more exclusive content to you guys and then i want to start bringing on guests onto the show but like right now if i were to do that um 
it wouldn't sound good. It wouldn't look good. And there wouldn't be any video afterwards. It would just look very, it, it would sound like a conversation, like a phone conversation. I'm not really down to put that on the podcast. And then honestly, um, if we reach 500 patrons, we'll be able to create our, our website finally. Because right now, if you go to thrillerpodcast.club, it actually takes you to SoundCloud. Um, just because I can't afford a website right now. And actually this weekend, um, I'm going to do a Google Hangout. Uh, it's actually supposed to just be for the Thriller producer, which is only one person right now. But I don't want to just do like me and her as a Google Hangout. I feel like that'd be kind of weird, especially if like no one else can like join. So for right now, until at least we get a couple more you know, Thriller producers, I'm going to do an exclusive um, Google Hangout this weekend for all my patrons. So if you're a Patreon or if you join Patreon and sign up on Thriller Podcasts, um, you will get access to that Google Hangout this weekend. And then we have tons of stuff on there, too, that you get access to. Um, I'm going to try this weekend also to be recording a, uh, a movie podcast. And I'd like to do movie podcasts on our Patreon that I just shared just on there. And so that's going to come rolling out this weekend as well, too. But uh, Google Hangout, if you guys want to check that out, that way you can ask me questions about the show or ask me questions about some coin that you want me to look at live. I can do that as well, too. Um, so I'm just trying to trying to help you guys help you guys out as much as I can, and trying to offer you guys more different ways of of you know learning about crypto and um, doing that. So if you guys want to join the Patreon, go to Patreon.com/slash/TheRealPodcast. Dollar a month will get you in. So with that, let's get into our disclaimer. Remember, Thriller Podcast does not give financial advice. He cannot tell the future, even if he thinks he can. He is just some dude, trying to save the world one Satoshi at a time. Oh yes, I am definitely trying to save the world. I feel like I have been saving the world as of late. Um, it's been crazy, guys. I'm not going to lie. If we look at Bitcoin right now, it's up. It's at 15239 buckaroos. Look at Ripple, $3.34. That's not surprising. Um, it's gosh, ripple, man. So actually I want to give you guys a pro tip right here and take this with a grain of salt, but I was doing some reading today, doing some investigating about ripple. Cause I really think guys, once it gets here on Coinbase, we can see ripple shoot up to 10 bucks, just like that, like, like that, like in a matter of seconds. And I honestly believe if it gets on Coinbase, we could probably see spikes as high as 30 bucks. And if we have a ton of Ripple, like I know a lot of you do out there, you could see a big time return on your investment here fairly soon. So today I heard that, I don't know if this is truth or not, I, I, I just, from what I've read and what I've, what I've heard through the grapevine is that Coinbase is going to be releasing Ripple on one twenty one, which is January 21st, which is less than like two, three weeks away. So if that tends to be the case... And we'll see. I'm I'm not sure if that's 100% factual. That's just something that I read. Um, but I do want to share it with you guys because I think you should know, you know, especially if you're thinking about buying Ripple and you're just not sure. Um, if that if that comes true, if it does get on Coinbase, it could easily shoot up to $10. And I know a lot of you people out there are like, oh, no, what are you talking about? Whole coin market cap, blah, blah, blah. No, doesn't. No, doesn't exist. So this is crypto. This is not fiat currency for the last time. And finally, we have uh, Ethereum. So Ethereum is at 957. Ripple actually has taken has taken over 
the second place spot. And, you know, everybody always would say like, oh, no, Ripple will never go over a dollar, blah, 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 blah. That's what I'm saying, guys. Don't look at fiat as a measure of a cryptocurrency. Look at its, it, look at its metric towards Bitcoin. Um, Ethereum is really high right now. And I, I foresee Ethereum going up even higher, guys. I really do. I think it's going to be a $12,000 coin by the end of the year. At least ten thousand. I, I'm, I'm. If I'm holding, if I'm holding coin long term this year, it's going to be in Ethereum. Um, Bitcoin as well too, but a little more in Ethereum. Uh, we got Bitcoin Cash at twenty five hundred bucks. We got Cardano at a dollar twenty eight. You know, this is not surprising to me. I always knew Cardano had this potential. I've been saying it for a long time. Um, go back and listen to some old podcasts. We actually did a whole episode on Cardano. Um, so go back and check that out. I think it was like episode 33 or 34. It's funny because that actually that episode keeps like pumping numbers. Like I, that episode gets listened to all the time. Um, pretty crazy. Um, then we got NEM. So NEM XEM is at $1.93. This is funny too because I don't know if you guys remember like a month ago. I was like, wow, XEM is just jumping. It's at 43 cents. And I wanted to buy some at 43 cents. It's just I didn't. So and now it's $1.93. That's crazy. That's crazy. Absolute nuts. But um, it's a good coin. It was a solid coin back then, and I really wanted to buy some and just didn't. Uh, Stellar XLM is at $0.92. This is not surprising either. We've been saying a long time on this podcast that XLM was going to be a breakout. It's the only other crypto, you know, competing with Ripple. So if you guys have some Stellar, good on you, man, because you're going to make some money here fairly soon. And uh, then we got Litecoin at 238. Poor Litecoin, man. And I really think Litecoin could have been a really big hit if it just if if Charlie wouldn't have given up on it. I'm not giving up on Litecoin yet. Um, I still think it has very good utility. It's one of the few cryptocurrencies that I still you know I still buy with. So I don't think it, it has a purpose. Litecoin has a purpose. So I'm not giving up on it. I still think it can get to a thousand dollars. I'm bullish on that. Uh, we got IOTA at $4.07. Yeah, IOTA's doing everything right. Uh, we got Dash at $1,100. So the other thing that I want you guys to take into account. So everybody thinks that you know Ripple is going to be the next crypto on Coinbase. If that were to happen, you know Ripple could shoot up to $10 almost immediately. And then $30 is what I'm, I'm praying and kind of hoping it could probably get to in spikes especially in the immediate 24, 48 hours following that, you know, the addition to Coinbase. If for whatever reason they implement Dash, because I've also heard that Dash might be the second, the next coin on Coinbase. If they put Dash before Ripple, that could, I'm just saying this, I'm just saying this out there, that could cause Ripple's price to shoot down. It's because everybody's banking on Ripple getting on Coinbase. This is why you're seeing the huge spikes right now. I know a lot of people are saying, well, it's because of the publicity. Yes, it's because of that too, but trust me, it's more because it's it's going to get on Coinbase. If it for whatever reason, if Dash gets on Coinbase before Ripple, we could see a major a major correction on Ripple and that could shoot back down to a dollar, dollar 50. I really believe that. So, just be just be ready for that because that's a scenario that could play out as well too. It could all blow up in our face. So if you guys if you guys are invested in Ripple and you're hoping for it to go on Coinbase, which I think it will eventually, it will. But if it doesn't go on there immediately, like within the next month or so, if Dash ends up becoming the next coin on Coinbase, 
that could drive the price ripple down. Everybody will double down on Dash, and it'll Dash will rise to two thousand dollars almost immediately, like that. But that's what I'm saying. That's the only. That's the worst case scenario for people holding Ripple right now. So look out for that. Just just giving you guys some advice. Um, look here at Tron. Tron is at ten cents. Gosh, I'm so glad I bought in like at eight tenths of a cent. <laughs> it's crazy. Remember when we did that? That was like in December. We were we were looking at Tron too. I don't know if you guys remember. We were looking at Tron. We we're looking at Tron and Verge. And good thing I placed bets on both of them. <laughs> Tron looks like it's gonna be end up being the better coin, but you know, long term I'm not giving up on Verge. Not just yet. Uh, we got Neo at a hundred bucks. That's not surprising. Monero at four ten. Good on them. EOS at ten dollars. Got Bitcoin Gold at two sixty seven. We got Ethereum Classic at thirty four bucks. Got BitConnect at four forty one. No one cares. We got Lisk at twenty dollars. Damn, Lisk is just you. You was at seven bucks here last year, like in December. Yeah, twenty bucks. That's amazing. Uh, then we got Status. So this is the one that I was telling you guys about yesterday and the day before. Right now it's at sixty three cents. I still think it's a buy. I really think this could be the next. The next Bitcoin. The more I'm looking at this, the more I'm researching status coin. Um, gosh, man, I really want to buy some right now. I really want to. I just have my coins in other places that I can't. I just don't want to move. I just don't want to move because I'm hodling. But gosh, if I had 300 bucks, I would I would buy some status and hold it because it literally has gone from 24 cents, 20 cents this past weekend to 63 cents. I'm not saying it's going to it's not going to correct itself and go back down to 40 cents or something, but still even if it does do that, I was, I still would hold status long term. Um what they're doing uh could change a lot of things especially for Ethereum. So yeah, if you guys have if you guys are looking for a dark horse pick and you're looking for a a coin that could potentially break out and break out here in the dollars pretty soon, status would be my pick, hands down, status, um, SNT coin. It's at $0.63. Cents. Uh, then we got BitShares at $0.83. Cents. Um, we got Verge at $0.14. Cents. Yeah, Verge is uh, hanging on by a thread, but it's still hanging on. We got OMG at $20. Wow, good on them. We got Steam at $7.52. Holy shit, Steam, what happened to you, man? Gosh, remember when Steam wouldn't get past three bucks? It would, it would just stay at three dollars. Yeah, man, Steam's all grown up now. It's at seven dollars and fifty-two cents. That's awesome. Uh, we got Zcash at five seventy-one. We got Stratus at sixteen bucks. Um, we got Dogecoin at nine tenths of a cent. Let's go, Doge to the moon. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna get to the moon, but still, it's at nine tenths of a cent. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people asking me, like, should I buy Doge? Should I buy no? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, buy Doge, but like, don't buy Doge to like make money. Like, <laughs> buy Doge just for the just for the lulls, man. Like, don't buy Doge like to hold and expect to make money. Okay, if there's ever if there's ever a coin that where you can look at the the market cap and say, okay, this is Doge is one of them. Like, it's it's a never ending amount of coin. So yeah, guys. Don't buy Doge just to to hold and expect to make a profit. I mean, yes, I'm sure there's people that have millions of Doge coins that have made a lot of money, but I'm just saying, like, there's easier coins to make money. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But I have Doge. I have a shit ton of Doge, but I'm not gonna cash it in. Maybe one day I, I wouldn't. I mean, that would be funny if it got to like a hundred bucks a coin. But I, there's no way. There's just absolutely no way. But you know, just saying. 
Uh, what else we got here? We got Golem at a dollar three. We got Digibyte at seven cents. We got Arc at seven dollars and twenty one cents. We got Saltcoin at eleven dollars and ninety six cents. Got Power Ledger. So Power Ledger is another one that actually my brother has been talking about a lot. It's up to a dollar eighty six now. Um, there's talks of them discussing a partnership with uh, with uh, what's their name? Elon Musk. What's this? What's this company's name? Tesla, Solar City. Um, so if that were to happen, gosh, I would put Power Ledger over ten bucks just like that. It's at dollar eighty six. I think if you guys, if you guys are looking for another, you know, dark horse power ledger, could be one. Um, but it, it for me personally, it's too pricey for me. A dollar eighty six is just too pricey. Um, I'm not going to pay that much per coin, uh, especially if there's other smaller coins out there that I could get a bigger um, ROI. So, yeah. But honestly, it's it's a solid coin. I, I think that has a lot of potential. It definitely does power ledger for sure. Uh, we look at red coin red coin is another one it's at it's at a penny it's going to be here at two cents um i mean steam is steam is steam right so if, if red coin succeeds i don't know if it will i'm just saying like steam is succeeding now maybe red coin can get its foot in the door doing the same thing steam's doing it's possible it's at a penny if you bought if you bought ten dollars twenty dollars worth right now and hold and see what happens 50-50 chance it could it could break out, you know. I'm just saying. Red coin's there if you guys are looking for a really it's not I wouldn't say high risk because it's a penny, but if you're looking for, you know, a sleeper, red coin is there. Red coin's there because definitely has a shot. It's in cryptocurrency. It's in the top one hundred, so it has a shot, that's for sure. And I think that's everything. I think that's everything. All right. With that, let's go ahead and get into our main topic. Today we are discussing Binance versus bitrix which is a better exchange which is the one that i would use and what do i think is the best play for you the investor let's get into our main topic starting now time for today's main topic So once upon a time, guys, there was a there is an exchange. His name was Mt. Gox. I had a nice chat with Mt. Gox CEO Mark Carpellis about their current situation. He showed me multiple bank statements as well as letters from banks and lawyers. I'm sure that all the current withdrawal problems at Mt. Gox are being caused by the traditional banking system, not because of a lack of liquidity at Mt. Gox. The traditional banking partners that Mt. Gox needs to work with are not able to keep up with the demands of the growing Bitcoin economy. The dozens of people that make up the Mt. Gox team are hard at work establishing additional banking partners that eventually will make dealing with Mt. Gox easier for all their customers around the world. For now, I hope everyone will continue working on Bitcoin projects that will help make the world a better place. Yeah, and then seven months later, they crashed and burned to the ground. (laughs) So that's Roger Ver. This is why he has a bad. This is one of the reasons why he has such a bad um, uh, rap. But um, that's besides the point. But it just shows you guys that you know even somebody like him had the faith that this at the time this centralized exchange would not go down. Um, that's that's what I'm trying to say, and I'm, I'm starting off with that so you can understand how important. Um, 
for the cryptocurrency market just in general to start rolling out some decentralized exchanges. If back then Mt. Gox was the biggest exchange, so whenever somebody wanted to, you know, trade Bitcoin for Ethereum or Litecoin or anything like that, it all ran through Mt. Gox, and there was tons of other coins like Dogecoin, tons of other coins. It all crashed to the ground. Um, people lost their money. That Mt. Gox went down. A lot of people lost Bitcoin. It was a mess, right? So the lesson that everybody learned at that time was, you know. Do not leave your money on exchanges. So I wanted to start off by telling you that. That is the number one rule. Do not leave your money, your coins, on exchanges. Because what can happen is Mt. Gox. You know, it, it, if, if, if any one of these exchanges that I'm talking about today go down tonight or get hacked, we all lose our money. So I'm telling you that so you know. Now with that, Let's go ahead and discuss these exchanges, okay? So there's only really two that I use. Um, th- these are these are these are both. Um, well, Bitrix is American based. Uh, Binance, I believe, is not American based, but it it honestly doesn't matter. It's a, it's a world exchange. Um, I have two. I have two accounts. I have one for Binance and one for Bitrix. And I'm gonna give you my two cents right off the bat. I'll tell you which one I like better. I prefer Bitrix. I think Bitrix is uh, easier at exchange to use. I can understand why people don't like it. Um, it's a little bit more confusing. But that was the first exchange I ever went to. I got onto Binance, and it's a really e- it's a much easier exchange to use. Um, it, it does offer two-factor authentication just like Bitrix, and I highly recommend that you guys set up two-factor authentication. I also highly recommend that you guys do not use your, your like, Gmail address or your, like, you know, Outlook address or your Yahoo address or whatever email, your real email, you know, create a front-facing email, like I've said in the past, you know, by purchasing, like, a domain and then, you know, create a front-facing, you know, third-party email through them and then have those forward to your real email address. Because, you know, if somebody owns your real email address here in, you know, the social networking field that we are, we're all in, you know, with Reddit and with any of those other places like Facebook, Instagram, if somebody finds out your email, it's really easy for them to go to like Binance or Bitrix, especially if they know that you do your dealings there and use your email and try to hack into your account, especially if you don't have two-factor set up either. So that's why I'm saying create a front-facing email address, use that. That way, no one will know where your email really lives okay that's the first step once you get those taken care of once you create an account and do all of that um, you'll start to see on this side let's look at binance first they actually have an exchange here on the left side you can click on basic that's probably the easiest way to do it click on basic and then from there you can actually create favorites so they use ethereum and they also use uh, btc which is bitcoin Uh, they also use that too as well to to exchange so if you wanted to buy some ripple coin or something you would need to get some bitcoin you would need to purchase that either through you know coinbase or use something like shapeshift.io if you already have a different type of, of coin you would need to purchase either some kind of coin ethereum litecoin send it over to this exchange by clicking on the wallet uh, once you click on wallet you'll be able to you'll you'll see a place where you'll see an address where you can send that coin to you send that coin over to Binance. It takes you know a couple minutes, however fast the Ethereum network's running or the light light the Litecoin network is running. 
Bitcoin as well. And you send that over. Then from there, you will have to send, you would have to, you would have to sell your Ethereum or Litecoin. Or if you have BTC, you can automatically start buying the currency that you're looking for. Ripple, for example, you can start buying that almost immediately. Um, So once you do that, you'll be able to make trades and buy as much coin as you want and sell as much coin as you want. It's kind of like a stock exchange in that sense, the way it's set up. Um, I think Binance has really easy charts to read, so it's definitely easier in that remark. Now, if we look at Bittrex, we can see that they have a really clean, clean layout. Um, this is one of the reasons I like them. So as soon as you go to their front page, you'll see they'll be advertising the biggest gain coin, the top volume coin, the um, um, the you know, and, and the prices. It'll show all the Bitcoin markets. It'll show the change and and. And the price, uh, we could look right now, we can see that XEM coin is up 53%. So you automatically know what's going on inside the cryptocurrency field just by going to the front page of Bitrix and logging in. Uh, if you click on the right side, you'll see where it says wallets. Um, from here, it'll show your account balance at the very top. And it'll show all the coin that you own. It'll show your available balance. It'll show everything, your pending withdrawals, pending deposits, your withdrawal history, your deposit history. Well, this is what I like about this is that, you know, if you're somebody like me that's going to have to be, you know, entering in all this in for your taxes, you're going to want a clean, uh, a clean order history so you can print this out and then you can show your tax advisor, hey, this is when I traded this, this is how much it costs on that date, so and so and so and so, and they can start taxing you for all that stuff. Um, it's a lot of work, but at least Bittrex keeps it all in line for you so that way you can you know, export that information if you need to. Um, if you click on here on the top left, you'll see where it says you know, all these Bitcoin exchange. If we want to buy Ripple today, uh, we'll type in XRP. It'll take us over to the um, kind of it's kind of like their exchange, but it's it's set up in a weird way. Uh, over here on the left side, you'll see a timeline, and it'll basically show the candlesticks of what Ripple's doing if it's going up or going down. Um, you can see here on the right side, it'll say if you want to sell or buy, um, and then it'll show you the price that it's uh, it's you can purchase it at, uh, which is three dollars right now. Dang, Ripple's Ripple's high. Um, so it's it's a very clean layout. The only thing with Bitrix um, that I have problems with sometimes is whenever it gets slammed, like I think it was maybe like a week ago, I think uh, the Verge, or not Verge, Ripple was going up from like a dollar to $2. The website was slammed. You could not get into the Ripple page to buy or sell any of your Ripple. Um, it, was just, it was just pandemonium. Um, I literally bought some Ripple at that time to re-up my ante and uh i just prayed it went through i didn't even i just i clicked yes i clicked buy i bought for whatever amount it said there and then i just didn't bother looking and then later on i looked back and then finally it calmed down i could see that uh, the purchase order did go through so i got the ripple but yeah when it gets really busy it gets really busy and it gets slammed so just be aware that with bitrix binance on the other hand when they get busy, when they get slammed, they just don't let you withdraw anything. So you can buy and sell. Like say like today, Ripple's going up at $3. Like I cannot withdraw my Ripple. I can buy it and sell it, but I can't withdraw it. So it kind of sucks. But Rip, but Bittrex never has that problem where you can't withdraw any coins that you have already purchased. Just Binance has that problem. I'm not sure why they do that, but they do do that. So just be aware of that. Now... My game plan here is to tell you which one that I would use. I personally use both, and I'll tell you the reason why. I use both because the way I look at it, 
if one of these goes down, because eventually one of these are going to go down, uh, it's just a matter of time. And don't fool yourself into thinking that these exchanges aren't going to go down because, you know, it, it, it's it's a it's a hundred million dollar nest nest egg right there for the taking for any hacker. And I'm sure there's hackers right now trying to figure out how to hack into Bitrix and steal all those coins. Like, you know, it's it's a tempting prize. Let's just say that at the very least, especially with this the way the big cryptocurrency is right now unregulated. So even if they hacked it, there would be no consequences for those hackers. So Bitrix is going to get hacked or, uh, you know, or a Binance will be hacked eventually. That, that, those, are two, those are two for sure things that will happen. Now, the reason I have both accounts is because I want to put some of my coin on one of them, some of my coin on the other one. I don't want to leave both. I don't want to leave both. I don't want to put too much of coin into one of them or the other. I try to put like a 50-50 on both. And the reason I do that is so if one of them goes down, I still have half my earnings on the other one and vice versa. If this one goes down, then I have my half on the other side. Yes, people might think that's really dumb, but the way I look at it is I've already accepted the fact that one of these is going to get hacked. I've already accepted the fact that I'm probably going to lose half my coins, but this way I only lose half. Now, if they both get hacked, if Bitrix and Binance get hacked at the same time, well then, fuck, I'm fucked, and I should have pulled out my coins. That's why I say if you plan on holding long-term, really long-term, pull your coins, especially if you if you have like Cardano or if you have like XRP, Ripple, if you have any of these coins that you plan on holding for more than a year, more than six months, pull them off there, put them on your pull them on your on your personal wallet, do whatever it takes to make sure that you will not lose those coins. So overall, I would have to say if you're just picking one of them and you only want to stick with one of them, get a Bitrix. Get on Bitrix. It's probably the easiest to no, definitely not the easiest, but it's definitely more um I feel more safer in it for some reason. Uh, and not and there's nothing against Binance. It's just for some reason. Maybe it's just the way the GUI is set up. I don't know. I just feel safer in Bitrix um, for whatever reason. Take that for whatever it is. There's other places that you can go to like Kraken. I, I don't mess with Kraken. I've heard a lot of good and negative things about it, but I just don't have any coins there. Maybe in the future I probably will, um, but don't right now. Binance, I think, is probably the easiest to use if you're new and into crypto and you're unsure of a lot of things, go to Binance um, and create an account there. And it's really easy to use, really easy to get started on there as well too. Um, but if I have to pick a winner, it's going to be Bitrix. So my vote goes for Bitrix. But honestly, get get both of them, especially if they're if, they have, if you can sign up for both of them. Um, yeah, I think that's it. If you guys have any questions about Binance or Bitrix or need any help whatsoever, feel free to hit me up on um, my email, car at thrillerpodcast.club. Or hit me up on Twitter at Thriller Podcast or Patreon. Post it inside our community page and do it from there. And I'll be sure to help you out as best I can. So I'm also going to be doing the Google Hangout this weekend. So if you guys are interested in asking me more questions about different exchanges or different types of coin to invest in or just general questions about Thriller Podcast or anything else, um, check out our Patreon.com slash Thriller Podcast join there for a dollar a month and get access to everything um i think that's a good deal dollar a month for throw a podcast i think i i think i make some good content at least i try but anyway you guys have a great weekend we'll see you back here on tuesday oh yeah by bitcoin save the world baby 
you guys are interested in more of Thriller Podcast, find us on Twitter at Thriller Podcast. You can also find us on our very active Instagram page at Thriller Podcast. I do post some snaps every once in a while on Snapchat at car-gons. If you want to find us on our website, go to thrillerpodcast.club. And finally, if you want to send us an email, go ahead at car at thrillerpodcast.club and I'll make sure to read it on the show. So if you guys would like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash thriller podcast and become a part of the Thriller Army. A dollar a month subscription will get you free access to all our shows before they become live. And also, guys, remember that whenever it comes to new shows, special editions, movie reviews, everything like that, it's only getting posted on Patreon first. Some of these only just get posted on Patreon. So if you're not a Patreon subscriber at a dollar a month, you're probably missing out on some good content especially if you love through a podcast. It's only a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time. If you guys would like to support the show in a different way, check out our show notes. There's a couple links there for you to click on. Any one of those will directly support Thriller Podcast. Thanks again. Hope you guys enjoy the show. We'll see you next time on Thriller Podcast. We are out. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Cara Gonzalez. Thriller Podcast wants you to have a nice day. Remember to buy Bitcoin and save the world one Satoshi at a time.